Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. My next guest is Jim Karras from Jim Karras Personal Training. He is the owner of that operation from Chicago, Illinois. And Jim is a lifestyle expert who combines a degree from the Wharton School of Business with over 27 years of unparalleled success in helping people look and feel their very best. He's the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Business Plan for the Body, the New York Times bestsellers, The Cardio-Free Diet, The Seven-Day Energy Surge, and The Petite Advantage Diet. And Flip the Switch, his sixth book, is The Ultimate Diet Revolution, and it'll be published, uh, or was just published on December 30th, 2014. Jim's been the fitness contributor on ABC's Good Morning America, and he's helped former co-host Diane Sawyer there lose over 25 pounds. He's frequently seen on The Dr. Oz Show and The View, And for three years, he hosted Couch Potatoes on ABC News Now. And Jim served as a contributing editor for Good Housekeeping magazine and has written feature articles and been profiled in countless other national publications, including Business Week, Time, Town & Country, Vogue, and Oh, the Oprah magazine. Jim's widely sought after as a keynote speaker for many of the world's most prominent corporations and organizations such as Oprah's OU, Kraft Foods, Fortune Brands, Speaking on Women's Health, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and Young and World Presidents Organizations. Jim, welcome to the show, and tell us, how did you get started in all of this? Oh, it's just one of those um, somewhat crazy stories that I was an overweight child and young adult, probably 25 to 45 pounds heavier than I am right now. I was always struggling and literally was taking an exercise class, and the teacher didn't show up. And after waiting about 15 minutes with about 100 other people, I just raised my hand and said, look, if someone has got the exercise tape, I'll teach because I'd memorized the exercise routine. Just so all your listeners know, you never want to memorize an exercise routine. You constantly want to be switching it up. So um, from there, the manager of the club asked me if I wanted a job, told me I would get a free membership and $4 an hour. I said sold. And then uh, about a year later, one of my participants in class who was from Beverly Hills approached me and asked me in 1986 if I would become her personal fitness manager uh, trainer. So I started out as a portfolio manager, um, did a lot of managing of money and such, worked for a magazine, and all of a sudden at the age of 26 found myself in exercise clothes. As I always say to people, I thought I was going to be Blake Carrington, and I ended up Richard Simmons. So stranger (laughs) things can happen. Um, And then from there, I just started um, building my business. I've been in business since 86 in Chicago and New York, Jim Carris Personal Training. Have about 35 trainers, probably a total staff in the 40s, and um, really have made it my personal passion to get what you said I liked very much about the best you can get out of your mind and your body, your energy levels. There's so many things that are positively and not so positively affected by our behaviors. And this new book, um, The Ultimate Diet Revolution, really hits hard the points that 
you control the destiny of your mind and your body. Stop blaming your genes, which only account for 25% of your longevity, your metabolism, etc. It's really your behavior that is guiding what you're doing positively and, again, not so positively with how your body is aging, especially for your over 50 market that you are reaching out with the show. So it starts in your mind. It starts by making a decision. The first book, as you said, was called The Business Plan for the Body because I took the analogy of a business plan and applied it to weight loss. I have a a very big business market in my business. Um, First of all, because of my background, having a degree from Wharton, therefore I was able to speak the language that many of these people understood. Second, I, I, I live the same lifestyle as my clients. Um, I travel, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles speaking all over the country, sometimes all over the world, um, doing promotional work, television, you name it. And I get it that people are very pressed for time. You need to give them smart, simple, results-producing solutions. That's what people want. And I like the idea that, especially in the business world, you, you liken it to a business plan. Now, a business plan starts with things like mission you mission got statements, mission statement. That was statements. chapter one of the first book. Yes, it was. Okay. All of that is really. And again, I think the most important thing to do is manage a person's expectations. As, as a person who writes and writes articles again and books and all that and does television, they make us say sometimes promises, which quite frankly, I don't agree with. Because the biggest issue with, you know, what is our population right now, 68.2% overweight or obese, and those are 2011 numbers. My personal belief is we're pushing closer into the low 70s. Um, we are not succeeding in our goal to get healthier. And isn't it shocking, I have a son who was born in the year 2000, that one-third of all children born in the year 2000 will have type 2 diabetes if we continue in this same trend. That's a pretty staggering statistic. And so, therefore, I feel we're losing the battle of the bulge, if you want to call it that, because of very poor information, poor, poor, um, non-research-based, hyped-up information that, quite frankly, doesn't work. Let me give you an example, okay? For years, we've been saying eat five to six small meals a day or eat three meals and two to three snacks. I said it. I put it in my first five books. I am more than happy to say publicly, I was dead wrong. We need to totally shut down snacking. Eat a big breakfast, a big lunch, and a big dinner, and call it a day. The reason for this is twofold. One, when we eat anything, Bill, insulin is called upon. Insulin is a hormone that is produced in the pancreas. And think of insulin as a storage hormone. I always use the analogy in speeches that it's like the the drawbridge that comes down that lets you enter the castle. Insulin is what comes out of the body into the bloodstream that lets the glucose, what the food has turned to, then be shunted into your liver, your muscles, or your cells, hopefully to be used later in the day, unfortunately for most people, to be stored as body fat. If you are constantly snacking throughout the day, you're constantly calling upon a storage hormone. If you're on a weight loss plan, your goal is to open up your fat storages and use them for energy rather than the food you're eating. I always say when someone's overweight, you've really over-energized your body because a calorie is a unit of energy. So we want to utilize what's stored. The research now shows 
if insulin is prevalent, you make it all but impossible for the fat storage to be called upon. So you're literally defeating the exact purpose you're trying to accomplish through your diet. Number two, people overeat the five to six small meals a day. I don't know many people who eat two and 300 calorie meals a day. And again, I've been in this business almost 30 years. So instead, eat properly balanced breakfast, lunch, and dinners. Stop running out of the house with a yogurt or a cup of coffee. That is not breakfast. And the research on breakfast being your largest meal of the day is pretty compelling as it keeps you full throughout the rest of the day. Eating two eggs for breakfast will yield you eating 228 less calories throughout the rest of the day. So it's, this is the kind of guy that I'm, I'm a little controversial. I don't mind that. I'm a little provocative. I don't mind it. But as I always say, Bill, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that is uh, a joke. That is a joke. <laughs> Jim, let me ask you a question. If people could just cut one food out of their diet, what would that food be? It would be the white, the white carbohydrates. I will say the white bread, pasta, rice, bagels, um, the white, the refined carbohydrates also goes into juice, soda, and sports drinks. If you can stop eating those, truly the old-fashioned phrase, empty calories, those calories are truly empty and are causing, once again, a lot of hormonal disturbances in your body that makes the environment for weight loss all but impossible. I'll add that the white carbs, the refined carbs, also are a big cause of inflammation. And what is aging all of us is rampant inflammation throughout the entire body. And that's what really is the precursor to so much heart disease, stroke, cancer, diabetes. A lot of it is linked to inflammation. And a funny side note um, Bill, is flossing your teeth and being fanatical about your teeth has absolutely been prone to also help reduce inflammation. Because when that gum disease starts in the mouth, where does it go to first? It's passing right down the body into your heart and into your most vital internal organs. So cut out the white and floss like a crazy person. Okay, because that plaque that's building up is, is the worst thing that can get into your bloodstream. Is that what you're saying? Correct. It's, it's inflaming that inflammation in your mouth. When you look at plaque and gum disease, look at how red and puffed and inflamed your gums are around your teeth. That is going to affect your entire body. And again, it's going to start from the top down. So it's really going to get to those organs that can be so adversely affected by inflammation. Well, that, that's a great tip. Now, you've worked with a lot of celebrities over the years. What's your uh, biggest success story with a celebrity? Well, you know, Diane Sawyer has been such a, an important person in my career, in my, in my life as well. She really is quite an exceptional person in many ways. And what happened back in the year 2000, was I was asked to be a part of a television show on Good Morning America, a series called Lock the Door, Lose the Weight. What we did was lock seven overweight people in a house in the suburbs of Chicago, and we gave them a diet doctor, a nutritionist, a chef, a psychologist who really had her work cut out for her because the people went crazy in the house. And me, <laughs> I was the, they, they really, they, they went nuts. Um, when we took their food away from them, and I was the um, fitness trainer. What happened was it was a four-week program, and then at the end we were all flown to New York to be live on Good Morning America and Times Square Studios. I was positioned during the segment right next to Diane Sawyer. And when the segment was over, because the story has been told that I said it on the air and I didn't say it on the air, 
But I really thought to myself, you know how there's any business person or a person dealing with certain issues in their career, there are pivotal moments in life. And I remember the segment ending and thinking to myself, I don't think I'm ever going to get a chance to stand next to Diane Sawyer again. So I'm going to make the most out of this. So I looked at her and I said, you know, Diane, do you really want to look that way? And she kind of turned and looked at me and said, well, what, what are you talking about? I said, well, do, do you really want to look this way? And she said, well, she was a little taken aback. She said, well, what do you think? Do you think I need to lose weight? And I said, oh, yeah, I'd say a good 20, maybe 25 pounds. And as Diane said on Letterman about six months later, you know, nobody talks to me that way. So the long story short is, yeah, it was something. After Diane literally blowing through virtually every trainer in New York City, because she had, it was very, her stories are hysterical about how she'd go to one session and then quit. Um, I got her to lose the 25 pounds. Um, I was very fortunate. My first book, The Business Plan for the Body, was coming out in April of that year. So four months later, she is completely transformed, and she stands up in front of the whole world and says, I lost 25 pounds, and this is the guy, and this is the book. And so, as you can well imagine, it was a huge, you know, bump in my career. And um, my success with her has always been something that has stayed with me um, and has been very, very helpful. And again, she's just an outstanding person in many, many ways. Uh, you couldn't get a more classy person to. Uh, she's she's a class act all the way, and that's totally. fantastic. That uh, totally. so so uh, she wasn't getting the results with trainers, and you helped her with a combination of was it was it diet and I mean was it a whole routine or was it is it you start with the diet and the mindset and and the business plan like you say for the body. But, true, it is. I must tell you, I'm extremely comprehensive. I will not encourage people to go on a weight loss plan if they are sleep deprived. I will not encourage people to attempt a weight loss plan under extreme stress. So I work on everything, eating, exercise, stress, sleep. I think that, and the research again is behind me. You have to be really comprehensive. Now, the one place that I'm very controversial, and I did this with Diane, is I am the anti-cardiovascular exercise man. Um, my third book was called The Cardio-Free Diet. When I yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Right. Sold the book to Simon & Schuster. It was called Cardio Kills. And I really believe, and I got a lot of flack for this, that classic cardiovascular exercise is not the way to allocate your time to exercise. You have to look upon exercise as an allocation, as a business person does with a budget, um, as people do in their own personal finances with what you're going to allocate to entertainment and, and what you're going to do you know, in terms of your housing and all that. So what I say to very busy people is to tell you to get on a treadmill for 45 minutes or take a spin class or get on an elliptical trainer makes no sense when the biggest factor that is working against you as you age is a diminishing amount of lean muscle tissue on your body. And this is especially important for women who at the onset of menopause, which happens right around those 40s and 50s, the rate at which you lose muscle doubles. Cardiovascular exercise cannot get your muscle back. And muscle is the engine, the true engine of your metabolism. One pound of muscle burns six calories per pound per day. One pound of fat burns two calories per pound per day. And so you may be sitting here thinking, six, two, what's the big deal? Over the course of your lifetime, 
It's an enormous deal. And it's why so many people right around the 50s, and this is a huge amount of my personal fitness training group, say to me, why are these pounds just dribbling up on me? Why is my body's composition changing and I'm getting thicker in the midsection and I'm losing muscle tone and my upper body and lower body look different. It's so very simple. It's that loss of lean muscle tissue. That only comes back through strength training. And I've always been someone who encourages what is called interval-based strength training, and that is where your heart component does come in. You pop the heart rate up, followed by a period of rest as your strength training. So you're getting both benefits, the cardiovascular benefit and the increase in your lean muscle tissue and the increase in your metabolism at the same time. So what I hear you saying is that the best way is to start to build up your muscle mass because it'll burn more calories. So the best way to start to lose weight is to build more muscle first. Is that right? Absolutely correct. Start with exclusively strength training. And the other thing about it, Bill, is when you lose weight, Without strength training, the research conclusively shows you will lose 50% fat, that's good, but you will lose 50% muscle. If you don't strength train and you diet and you are sleep deprived, you will lose 25% fat and 75% muscle. This is the biggest reason why we have a 95% failure rate when it comes to dieting. Literally, out of five-year case studies, after 100 people successfully lose weight, only five will have kept the weight off. And there's even research that shows only two to three, but I tried to be a little optimistic and say five. And this is, I feel so strongly because we've all done it. I remember when I was at 220 pounds, I would go on a crash diet before going back to college. I would do the crazy thing like the Scarsdale diet or the Miracle Soup diet, and I'd lose 20 pounds. I'd then get to school, and I'd gain the 20 pounds back. Here's the dilemma. When I was 20 pounds heavier before the diet, my metabolism was better than it was after gaining the weight back because when I lost 20 pounds, Without strength training, I lost 10 pounds of fat and 10 pounds of muscle. When I gained the 20 pounds back, I gained pure fat. You're better off not having done the diet unless you're going to embrace the strength training. And again, you don't hear this. You keep hearing about the 10,000 steps a day, which makes me a little crazy because that is a bit of advice in order to reduce your risk of disease, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes. It has nothing to do with weight loss. And you see all these covers right now all over the supermarkets and all the, all the magazine stands, you know, walk yourself thin. I've never seen anyone walk themselves thin. It doesn't work. And people keep getting this, again, this same bad advice when the research so conclusively shows us there's a, a much better way to approach it. Well, this is really uh, great information, great tips for our listeners, Jim. Uh, tell us about the Ultimate Diet Revolution and how do they find it? Sure. You can find it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can find it at Walmart. Uh, it really is just about everywhere right now since we just came out. Um, you can also find out more information on it at my website, which is my name, Jim Karras, K-A-R-A-S as in Sam, dot com. 
And um, we, you know, the services that we provide in terms of what my firm does, again, a lot of speaking on my part, a lot of personal training in Chicago and New York, we've been doing a great deal of Skype and FaceTime training with people all over the country who are really trying to have one place, because my trainers all do both food and exercise and sleep and stress in order to get good information, good instruction, and finally see something changing in their body, in their energy levels, in their aging. All of these things are positively influenced when you get on a comprehensive plan. Fantastic information. Hey, listeners, uh, do you belong to a, a business group, a business owner group, and you need a keynote speaker? Uh, Jim is, has talked for many, many groups. Uh, you know, it's so compelling what you're talking about, and it's so universally needed. I, I'm so happy to meet you, and thanks very much for joining us today. And I'd love to get deeper into the topic with you again at some other time. Let's touch base again in another couple months. Okay, Jim? I'd absolutely love it. Thank you, and a happy new year to all. Jim Karras, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. So please stay tuned and stay with us. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 